Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Tell the listeners who don't know, tell them what Living History Farms is. Living History Farms is a uh, school field trip destination. Yeah. Which is a working 18th century farm with a main street. Mm -hmm. And like you go into houses and people are dressed like the old lady from Billy Madison. Yeah. It's like that. And they churn butter. And, and it's, it's like all that shit. it's like teens from Des Moines can go get jobs there where they dress like it's the 1800s. It's like the old town Springfield in The Simpsons. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, funny. Yeah. It's like, hey, Barney, are you the town drunk? And he's like, I'm the mayor. Oh, crap. We got to record this podcast thing. Oh, shit. Live from the Brooklyn, New York studios, I'm Patrick Hasty. And coming from you live from the Des Moines, Iowa, Nostalgic Front Studios, I am Brandon Ream, and this is the Nostalgic Front Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I was killing those air drums, dude. I know, I know. I hope I can remember to edit out where I interrupted because that yeah. was great. Playing drums like in the air tonight. Have you seen that video of it's like from a concert like in 2008? Uh-huh. And it's 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 uh Paul uh what's his name? Uh Hafer? No, who's that guy that sings that? Phil Phil Collins. Yeah. It's his band. And they're playing in the air of the night. It's like some big like tour studio con- or like tour. Uh-huh. And he like is walking at a very slow pace and he's singing the beginning, you know, like I that's baller. And he but he does like this slow walk for like five, six minutes around the stage while they play this long intro and then the opening verse. And then he just casually walks over and he's finally ends at the drum set and he sits down at the drum set picks up the stits at the exact moment of the do-do-do-do-do-do. Yeah. And it's like, it's like a seven-minute thing. It's so rad to see. I'm off the YouTube, YouTube yeah, that. It's great. Just installed I think it, a TV, so I, I'm stoked. Ooh, there you go. I feel like it was a Brazil concert, by the way. I, maybe Google. They get all the best concerts. I don't know what it is. Oh, Brazil. They love it. Yeah. You know the capital of Brazil? Brazil? Brasilia. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like they late, like named it like fast. Yeah. Like somebody forgot the name. Brazil. Hey, what, what city is this? Uh, Brasilia. We're being attacked by Brazilla. Oh no, it's Brasilia. <laughs> you fuck you fuck with a lot of Genesis and Phil Collins? Uh I'm gonna tell you the truth. Like two days ago, we installed our air conditioner and I put on I just went to Spotify and put on a Genesis playlist just because I was like, oh, something yeah. we can listen to. Totally. Oh, we're doing this. Pretty good. Uh, it's not it's not it's not my favorite. Oh but man, it was I, definitely fun. I think they are one of the best. I've been listening to a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like I used to listen to like straight up 80s Phil Collins because it's kind of fun and goofy but i've been listening to a lot more like genesis yeah in the last year or so and uh they're a fun marriage of like proggy fucking nerd stuff mm-hmm. and like just unabashed especially a little bit later but just like unabashed pop who was first phil or the other fellow uh peter gabriel was and gabriel then he left first, to go do solo yeah. and make sledgehammer yeah and then uh phil collins is the drummer who didn't do shit he's like Hey mates, I'll I'll sell us a billion records. I think it's fucked up that Peter Gabriel shocked a monkey. 
Yeah. Have you seen like, these? It's mean. kind of funny, though. Have you seen the memes for uh, there's like this whole genre of memes that are about Tarzan soundtrack? <laughs> no, and, but like I... and it's like, man, Phil Collins did not have to go that hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the like. It's like Disney. Hey, Phil, could you just like make us a little uh, soundtrack? Or whatever, and then he made the fucking Tarzan soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And made everybody weep. Yeah. And it's basically playing that up. Some a lot of fun, a lot of fun memeage. Sure. Have you seen the that TV television program Emily in Paris that's on Netflix? Have no. you seen it like on the thing? Uh-uh. Uh, it got in a lot of hot. It's kind of a it's just a bad Netflix show, but it like got in some hot water because like Ooh, they paid time. like you know the Golden Globes is it's it's voted on by this this organization called the Foreign Press, Ooh, and, like the TVA. Yeah, and so they just like invited the whole Foreign Press to to uh, Paris while they were filming, and they all got like nice hotels and like a really fun vacation for free. And then all of a sudden, this bad Netflix show was nominated for best drama series. Uh, so it's like, oh, it's all a scam. But uh, which obviously, but the funny thing is, is that Emily in Paris, the girl that plays Emily. Phil Collins' daughter. She's an actress named Oh yeah, Lily Collins. I've seen her in stuff. Yeah, I don't. I can't. I couldn't recall her. I just know that at one time we were watching a thing, and Danielle, yeah. my wife, your uh, wife, said, said uh, "That's Phil Collins' daughter." That's fun because Danielle is your wife, and Danielle is my brother. <laughs> oh yeah, Dan's my neighbor. Oh hell yeah! Have you met your neighbors? Just Dan. Just Dan. Is that what Dan- he goes by? Did you shake your yeah. hand too hard? Yeah, like, yeah. I'm Dan. Yeah, yeah. Is he small or big? He's about he's a, he's a bigger guy. Yeah, call him, like big big, yeah. call like him a, Big Dan. Call him Big Dan. He'll love it. No, it, like he's above average, but he's not like big. You know yeah, what I mean? You can't call him above average Dan. He's gonna hate. I that. I kind of like that. Call him Big Dan. You know? Yeah. Yo. You know? A A D ad above, above average, average Dan. Dan. He's like that's fucked up because I actually got ADD. Uh, boy. Okay. Well, how? So you're in the house now. Sounds yeah. Great. Studio looks good. How you feeling, man? Uh, finally a little rested. Slept in two days in a row because oh, uh, my first day at uh, oh boy Monday was uh-huh. one of the most hectic goddamn days of my life, and then the next few were as well. But Monday took the cake. Yeah. First day at work. Yeah. Uh, I was told we we're gonna do a five hour orientation, and then I was gonna go. Uh, that started at 8 30 mm-hmm. and then at three o'clock I was going to go close on my house that I was supposed to close in on Friday and uh, go to the orientation everything's going fine and then here's this for some cold lotion double-edged sword <laughs> wait for some cold lotion is that yeah, yeah you know like one of those uh well it, it's a metaphor for like when something good happens but it's bad you know I, what i mean i believe you i've just never heard that so that's interesting oh, all right i all learned right. i learned all right you live uh you learn you learn. get loves Diapers. yeah so anyways i have bad math i thought we were going to be out of there at 12 30 because eight plus five is 12 yeah, yeah. you know it's like when somebody and, says uh meet me a quarter after two and you think that yeah. makes 25 cents after two so it's a little bit before 12 and yeah. how's this for your mixed bags they come in with Casey's pizza. Oh, so you're like, which, well, this, what a way to go out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, she's going to go out on top, get some fucking barbecue Casey's pizza. Mm-hmm. And then it started dawning me. It was like, we're going to go past 1230. Yeah. And then I realized my math was off. So I was like, all right, 130. We'll be fine. 
texting with the wife, texting with my brother-in-law realtor. Yeah. Everything, we're we're, we're going to be okay. Is I got to ask now your brother-in-law realtor married to your sister? Yes. Okay. So is that guy just like, boy, I thought I was just doing my sister's uh, brother a favor. Now this fucker's dragging out for days. No, well, they fucked up anyway. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. it's on him. He's like, oh yeah, boy. We, we were set to close on Friday. So I, next time I walk over there to the mom's house, she's not even going to say hello to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that's tough titties for them, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. you're all about these metaphors, man. You've been, you get a, you get a book. Is that what the book yeah. Bill and Cena gave Tough you? titties. Those feel like sand, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, it should be hotter than uh, a witch's tit. Those fuckers are awesome. <laughs> Which tit either, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so then you finally Oh, they 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 just kept going and yeah. I was like eventually I was like, I gotta leave. I gotta go sign on my house. So I like sped way too fast to the hotel to pick up Danielle. Mm-hmm. She was not pleased, obviously. Oh, yeah. Well, she and, doesn't like it when you speed. Yeah, yeah. And we sped all the way to the lawyers mm-hmm. to go close on the house. And then that's when I realized that I was supposed to go to the bank. Oh, no. And I, I misread something. So anyways, we were stressing out. Luckily for us, this is just regular business for yeah. the bank folk and sure. the realtor guys. They were, they were just well, and in, at the end of the day, they're just chilling in AC yeah. and everything. You're going to give and, a shit ton of people a bunch of money. So they're going to give yeah. you a break. Yeah, but we were. So as soon as we got done with that, we came to the house. I dropped Danielle off. I had to go pick up all of my stuff that I packed away at my sister's for two days because yeah. we couldn't close on Friday. And I brought everything back, dropped it, pretty much gave us enough time to get our bed out and mm-hmm. our because we mail ordered vacuum sealed bed. Ooh la la. And what? nice. Yeah, it's comfortable as hell. I've been sleeping nice. great. Yeah. But uh it's kink size bed came in a little box. And everything was just vacuum sealed. What company so. was it? Can you say? Wingspan, I okay. believe. Okay. It, anyways, you open these guys up and you just it's what? almost like waiting for uh inflatable yeah. bed to fill up. You're just yeah. waiting for it to like air out. Totally. I've seen yeah. those. I've seen those. I've seen and the, the pillows do that. The pillows come like super overstuffed. Yeah. So you have to like remove all these like little blue blocks oh funny that's fun to like pick your level and that's a really good pillow too nice why do you say are you i reem the world is different you got up you're full of metaphors do you have you always said pillow yeah is that how you've always you're a pillow you're a pillow guy yeah and i've never no way I don't I like, think I've ever heard you say the word before. And now you're well, we haven't done it. a fun size on pillows. That's Not next yet. week. <laughs> yeah, that's when we go back to the old format. Well, I take pillow. Well, you know, I typically let me just say I typically say pillow. Yeah. But it, it's more on a case by case basis. Yeah. Okay, I get it. <laughs> all right. All right. I feel right. like that was all a big lampoon uh, setup. Yeah. Uh, goddamn. Well, I'm very excited for you. I love that I saw you guys had some Abelard, Abelardos. Abilene. Yeah, I never that was, was my first time in a long time, yeah. and I was surprised at how well it held up. Yeah, well, I, mean, I live right down the road by Abelardo's. Yeah, but I mean, think about it though; they ain't done shit. Like they've been in the same spot all these years. They yeah. didn't have time to get worse. We've all gotten worse. Well, they opened a couple other Abelardo's, oh, and so that, then that's a red flag sometimes. Yeah, I think expanding your menu, like expansion, yeah, can always bury something good. You know what I mean? Yeah, when did, or, or you um, find a happy medium. Like the bebops, 
yeah. cheeseburger uh, restaurant forever. They've had a tiny menu and all they yeah. did in like the last 20 years was add chicken nuggets and bacon. Sure. Uh, yeah, that's great. I love it. I love it. It's very exciting to see you back there. See you thriving. Now, here's what I here's the big Barry, the big lead brother. You did live stand up comedy. Why don't you uh, tell me how that went? Oh, man. Sorry. I was just I know just I was chugging. Trying- he took a big sip of Red Bull when I was. And so I was like, Bill Collins, why don't I am not. You tell me how those stand up sets went when oh, you did them. Fantastic. Yeah, ben, baby. I did, too. Okay. I did. An, I did an open night and then I uh, was on the showcase at Teehees on Friday. Teehees just I, looks brilliant. Oh, man. I'll, I'll get night, into it. My friend Ollie Sultan and Mo was on uh, yeah. YouTube. They were on last night at Teehees. Yeah, yeah. Did Former, you go to that? Uh, nostalgic front. No, I've just been too busy, you know? Yeah. Like, it was great. The days are flying by. Fucking, you know. I get it. I get it. No. Um. So tell I me about in, your sets. Uh. Okay. Well, went to lefties on lefties. Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Did you look at the ceiling? Do they have our shirt in the ceiling? I haven't seen it. I'll keep looking. I gave them one to put in the ceiling. So we got to get to the bottom of that. Because if not, somebody owes me 20 bucks. Yeah. There's a... There's a my the sticker I put on the pisser is still there. I saw that. There's oh that you put that there. I didn't know if I put that there. That's yeah. great. Um, go ahead, keep going. But number one, it was awesome walking in mm-hmm. and not recognizing anybody. Yeah. Like I, Matt Lamb it was sure. there, and then like uh, I love Matt by the way. Matt Lamb kicks ass. Oh yeah, totally. And yeah. then all of our dudes showed up a little bit later. Yeah, and then they're but, all uh, are they throwing? That's what's fun is maybe the. <laughs> No offense to all of our Des Moines friends listening to this, but maybe the pandemic made them so they don't throw their cocks around so much. You know what I mean? Like everybody is now on kind of even playing field because yeah. I love that, Mike. But sometimes you're like, everybody's hanging. All the cool guys, our cl- our group are all standing outside smoking. And it's like, you know, there's a lot of young comics in there that could use some guidance. Yeah. You know, somebody needs to tell them not to be so goddamn uh, misogynistic up there on stage. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, I saw Tommy. You were with Tommy. Yeah. Oh, Tommy's got a look. He looks good, man. That long ass hair with beard, like, is a good look. Oh no, that that wasn't Tommy. Oh, okay. Well, whoever that guy was, he looked great. Yeah, that's David Kilbride. Oh, really? Uh huh. <laughs> I thought it was Tommy. Hey, I get that. Uh, no, I haven't seen Tommy yet. Okay. Uh huh. But what I will say, one of the, <laughs> yeah. One of the rough things about coming back to Des Moines comedy is, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm not trying to big time anybody, yeah. you know. Yeah. But uh, there are people that know me mm-hmm. just from like stuff yeah. better than I know them from stuff. Oh yeah, because you're so, a celebrity to them. So like, I mean, to a degree, like, oh, New York comic career, you know, and you're whatever. the one that got away. Yeah. Yeah, but, you're, you're, uh, yeah, I've yeah. already had a handful of awkward conversations where it's like, hey, Brandon. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's kind this. of you're cool. It is. It, it's weird, but it's also kind of fun because you're like, I'm just a regular person. And then yeah. like a or, month, they're going to know that once they or, see, you yeah. know, or the people that you just have interaction like they're a name on Facebook. Yes. More than anything. Yes. So you've like had interactions and shit. And then you hear the name and you're like, oh, oh fuck. That's I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know who uh, your avatar I'm a big, is. I'm a big dumb idiot, guys. But that 
Yeah. That was fun. That's uh, cool. That's me and great. the wife went to Lefty. She had a great time. I had a great time. Awesome. Got, got to see Toll Alex. That was Dan's first oh, time cool. back. Yeah. So yeah. some people are getting back. And then, uh, boy, I Friday at Teehees, man. Uh, it, I Number one, I thought it was hilarious because, like, we've talked about it. I, I told Sid, like, it's fucking awesome the amount of diverse shows yeah. women and people lineups. of color yeah yeah and non-clubby bullshit yeah that they've had forever in it Des sounds Moines. like what tease is doing i have un i unfortunately have not performed there yet because it wasn't open the last time i was back but it sounds like they've done the same thing they're doing the same thing which comedy corner underground did in minneapolis now fort comedy's doing in fort collins yeah. they're building a club run for comics by comics and doing it in a positive way. And that yeah, yeah. sounds awesome. Like I said, they had a Juneteenth women's showcase. Yeah, and, yeah. And uh, it's just, yeah, that just goes to show you. Say, so you have all these diverse lineups. I'm finally going to do a show there. Yeah. And the name of the show is Straight White Dudes. That's so funny. God, they're going to have blogs being written about you. But in all fairness, the show Mo and Ollie were on last it's, night was yeah. a was like, all Middle Eastern. Or yeah, exactly. like that, you know it, what I mean? it, that's the funny thing. That was the whole point behind the booking of the show. Yeah. Is uh, they're like so diverse with their lineups. That so it was like ironic they, that they could do it. was a, an ironic, yeah. like straight white dude show. Is uh, now, Which I, is really ironic because that's all we did. Yeah. For a couple of years here. Yeah, totally. It used to be ironic to put a lady on your show. Yeah. Oh, there's uh, so many fucking women in Des Moines comedy yeah. now. It's I saw great. on Instagram the other day, Morgan Hart is doing stand up again. Yeah. And maybe and on all fairness, I don't mean to be say that like that. Maybe she's been doing it for five years or 10 years. Maybe she never really stopped. And I just didn't realize it. But I didn't know she was still active. But I think that fucking rules. I saw some photos of her doing a show at Tease, And I was like, hell, yeah, Morgan was great. She was really fun when we first started. Hell, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so, not, I was so stoked when I, saw I had a great photos. set. Yeah. I uh, tried my damnedest. Or you oh, yeah, yeah. All, okay. No, I'm not doing any new stuff. You oh, me? yeah. Uh, especially with my stuff. Oh, yeah. But <laughs> I did bust out some old stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, got a good coffee shop down the street for me, so I just went there. Hell, yeah. And that's nice, and they're open did till you, 8, and they have comfy chairs. Did you have to listen? Because your jokes are shorter, so maybe you don't have to do this, but did you have to, like, listen to old sets to remember oh, yeah. to tell them? Yeah, okay. yeah, I listened to and found some good sets and some yeah. jokes you forgot about. Yeah. And it's crazy how many sets I used to record yeah. and, and then stopped. Brother, but, I, don't, I posted about this on Twitter, but so I hosted that show at the Brooklyn Comedy Club a couple of weeks ago. And when I went on stage, I pressed record and I forgot that you record sets and that then you have to stop recording sets. Oh, yeah. So my it phone, went for 40 hours. It went That's for 40 hours. We did a hangout with all of Stacy's friends and I right. have the whole thing recorded. I have like smaller versions out. of that all throughout my yeah. phone. I but, just deleted uh, it because it was a nightmare. It's just me and Stacy snoring and farting for most of it. Oh, nice. I'm gonna I, like, get rid of this. I like when you set it next to certain people and you can hear how much they laugh during your yeah. set. <laughs> well, I've told that. I don't know if I've told that on the show, but I have a video from back in the day in Des Moines, a show we did at Velair Ballroom where, or not Velair, uh, uh, Vaudeville Muse, where my set's going good. I'm having a great set. And then at the end, my big closer, you just hear, <laughs> and Katie Hambright had apparently been sitting next to the camera. Yeah. Did not laugh one time and then laughed way too loud on the last joke to the point where it ruined the video. 
Uh, that, but yeah, that's always fun. I always love that. I also loved, I don't, I didn't do this in New York too much, but I love the New York or the Des Moines bit of like, you set your phone down on the table to go up and do your set. And then I pick up your phone and just into your speaker. I'm like, Hey, Hey Reem, you're doing great. This is, Oh, that's a good. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. Yeah. One of my first, uh, experiences with that was, uh, uh, Justin Chernus yeah. stealing my phone and going into the bathroom and talking. Oh, that's fun. Which I'm pretty sure my safety instructor from Monday mm-hmm. uh, went to the bathroom with his mic on. Like there was a Zoom thing that, and there was also people, yeah, uh, that were connected too. Yeah, so he, it might have been him, yeah. but somebody went PP <laughs> on Zoom, and it was a fucking naked gun scene. That's so funny, just so much piss. It was Frank Drebin. Oh like my God. when he goes to pee with the microphone on after the hearing. Oh my God. That's so good. So anyways, back to me and Teehees. Teehees. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wrote everything down. I took notes up. How much time was it? I mean, how many minutes? Uh, I was going to do 10 to 15. Okay. was the plan. Yeah. Oh, oh, can I guess? Yeah. yeah. You did eight. No. Um, I felt like I did eight maybe six yeah and i did 14 in minutes and 30 seconds are you kidding okay look at you because back yeah. in the day i don't even know if you're aware of this but you you used to have a thing where if we said do 10 minutes you were going to do eight or nine you always would go under probably because you'd be like well i'll cut this joke and you don't you didn't count the laughs you know yeah uh so that's awesome and also you probably got a big thick laughs there because it's a full audience so that's i did time they were yeah. sold out yeah, they've been sold out all weekend that's they'd be selling out Left and right. I got I fucking go, paid. I might record my album there. Maybe you should. Do that. Um, that's fucking fantastic. Man. I got I'm paid. So I want, you feel good. I think I got paid more than I did fucking six years at New York. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you that. The two sets I've done in the last two weeks, I got yeah. paid more than I got paid like for most of 2020. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's that's, always been comedy. That fucking anyways. Yeah. You know, that's awesome. That's yeah. So. so and it felt great. Had all these kids that didn't know saying everything, you know, saying like, that was great. People are nervous. Got you know? booked twice. So nice, nice. Right afterwards. So it was really good, especially to go up and crush. Yeah. In front of all the new kids and be like, what you right, gonna put do? me on your shows. I, I'm ready to do stuff with all of y'all. What Des Moines needs. Now, this is what I'm pitching to you. And because I know you have access to the bomb shelter now. Des Moines needs a, a, a knitting factory. Des Moines needs a show, an independent show that is the hot show that everybody wants to do every month or week if you want to really give it up. But and so that's something that and maybe they already have that. And I don't I just don't know because I'm out of the loop. But like that sounds like a fun thing for you. Totally. because All these people are everybody in Des Moines likes you No, everybody who used to knew, know you likes you and all the new people like you because you're like cool and mysterious and you got this New York vibe on you and stuff. So, like, you're going to have so much fun cachet to deal with for the next at least six months. Oh, yeah. Um, it's awesome. Uh, I did. I'm very excited to hear about yeah, that. Yeah, so I, it, felt, it yeah. felt great, man. Like, yeah. uh, just, uh, like, you know, you probably felt the same way. Yeah. Just uh, and I had a great set. Only had one joke where I was like, why did I put that in the yeah, set? But if you would, yeah, but if there was no pandemic, you would have done that. If there's yeah. no pandemic, no. you would have had a joke that. Like I said, I listened to nothing. way too much of my old comedy. Yeah. And uh, 
wound up watching all of my beast villages too. Yeah. But, uh, you get in your head. I do that. I go crazy Yeah. where when I go back to a city, I'm like, I don't want to do it. Too many of the jokes I did last time I was here. And then you're like, nobody in the fucking room is the same. If anybody fucking heard one of your jokes the last time you were there. Yeah. They already, they probably want to hear that joke again. That's right. Yeah. Um, so I did. So I hosted uh, the Brooklyn Comedy Club in Williamsburg last Sweet. night. Yes, it was very fun. Um, it's the second show I've done there. It's very cool room. It's it's like it feels like the, the audience is like Butterboy. It's like hip, cool Brooklyn, but like a lot of like, you know, uh, a lot of people whose parents probably pay for their cell phones. You know what I mean? Um, but it was well, it was awesome. sometimes they're on family plans and it just makes sense. There you go. And some of them were 11, you know, 11 year olds. Yeah, uh, their family didn't do it. Yeah. Grandfather uh, didn't do it. Damn it. It was great, though. It was very fun. And uh, I know I've only done a handful of sets since the world came back in my eyes. But I after last night, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember how to do stand up. Like, I was still yeah. on the fence where I'm like n- really nervous, really like on stage. I'm even anxious. In the Did moment. you take notes up? Uh, I mean, I've always taken a set in my back pocket, but no, I didn't like look at it. But you look at your set in your back pocket. When you're on stage, I don't know if I've noticed. What are you saying? Like, you if you forget what you want to talk out? about next. Yeah. Um, it always depends. So if I'm doing a book show, I would never do that. But if I'm doing like when I host Jackknife, I would. Yeah, sometimes I'd be like, here, what? There was one other thing I want to talk about and I'll pull it out. If I'm doing an, a long set, I'll never do it. But at open mics, I have no problem doing it. At open mics, I have and, no problem pulling it out and saying, like, what was the new thing I'm working on? Yeah. But I always think about that. Set I lists that are funny thing. anyways, because it's like. But musicians use fucking set lists. Yeah. Well, I remember I might have to label my chunks and my jokes, you know, I remember Zach Reiner getting grief once for it. And he like from some club or some venue was like mad that he used a set list and said it was unprofessional or something. And he's like, I got to remember 70 jokes like yeah. shut up. Like, uh, why not? And then and then the big thing, I mean, he's not everybody's favorite comedian. Plus, yeah. but the big Aziz and sorry. In one of his specials, you can see his set list on stage taped up on stage. Um, when yeah. I did the first time I did an hour at QED that one time, I don't know if you were there. I think so, but I d- wrote it all out and then taped it behind the monitor on stage uh-huh. so that I could like peer at it if I wanted to. But that was like five years ago. I don't have to do that anymore, but I totally just forget jokes now. Yeah. Even well, exactly too. If you're a comic like Zach, yeah, you know, well, that's well, how you are too. You're, you're jokes. Half of the reason people are against notes is the notion that, Oh, it meant that way. It looks like a natural musing of somebody yeah. talking to nobody for an hour straight. Yeah, you know, it makes it seem more natural and conversation. Like where it's like you don't need that uh, fucking may- element, anyways. If yeah. you're literally just being like, these are jokes, mm-hmm. joke, 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 joke. I developed. Joke, joke, joke. I I specifically developed a style of stand up, especially since like 2015, where. I have a set list. I have an outline, but I can deviate from it. And then I can use my crowd work and my riffing to get me back on track, you know? Yeah. Um, and so that was, and, right. but, but here's the thing though. When I first came back, started doing sets again, uh-huh. I didn't know if any of that was there anymore. And like forgetting how to do jokes, having to re-listen to jokes and stuff. And then last night I went up I ho- and I did like a 10 minute hosting set. And I was like, this is great. And then I riffed through each comic. And, and it's that thing where, like a lot of the people on these lineups are like my, I don't know. I don't know how comedy works, dude. So I don't know if like hosting is looked down upon or not, 
but like everybody on these lineups are contemporaries or people who have been doing stand-up who are not as far along technically as I am, but then now maybe they are because of the pandemic and whatnot. But so like, I mean, in theory, you might be like, why is Patrick hosting? But I loved it. And yeah. when you're hosting, you get that benefit of the audience likes you more than anybody, especially if you do well. Yeah. So like when there was comics who had like a good set, but not a great set, as soon as I get back up there, they're all happy and ready to go again. Um, and so I got a lot of riffing and I riffed out my first new joke of uh, 2021. And it's a thing I said on the podcast first and then it popped in my head about how uh, basically the joke is like, uh, I still wear a mask when I go into a lot of places. And then New York, there's a lot of masks still, but I went back to Iowa and you go into a store and there's like nobody with masks. I saw one dude with a mask at a grocery store and we like pointed at each other like we were dudes driving Jeeps passing each other on the interstate. <laughs> and that was fun because I got people in the audience to be like, so who's still wearing masks everywhere? And like a bunch of people clapped and some people soft clapped. And I was like, don't be afraid. A lot yeah. of people just died. You can say you're wearing a mask still. And he's like, yeah, I'm wearing a mask. And I was like, what are you fucking scared? You fucking asshole. It was well, really fun. Once you get past Pennsylvania, they're they're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Only people only people wearing masks are the ones that might work somewhere that forces yeah, them to wear masks. Well, that's the thing is if I go into a business and the person behind the counter is wearing a mask, I'm still going to wear my mask because I feel like that's respectful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've had, I had a lot of fun with that show man, last night. What a fun top of the show. We're doing it, man. We're fucking <laughs> back and alive and yeah. Yeah. I felt so good, man. It, uh, felt great to have a great set in front of a great crowd and yeah. fucking a good show at a, yeah, we're doing it. Life is, uh, uh, life finds a way. Yeah. Trending. You got the trend. Uh, down, down. You got the topics. Down, down. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> All right, buddy. We got a lot today, man. Yeah. First off, congratulations. The NBA Finals. Out of the Western Conference, we have the Phoenix Suns. And out of the Eastern Conference, we have your Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. You excited? Who do you want? You want Milwaukee because you're Wisconsin ties? Well, I mean, I've uh, had a great time at Bird City, That's but true. also Cream City was a lot of fun, oh, too. Wow. So it's like all these, you know. Birds versus Cream. I love it. I guess I'd rather see the Bucks win because I've definitely, I, I see more people that yeah. want the Bucks to win. Yeah. Uh, I don't really care. I'm happy yeah. that way. people will be happy. I, I guess maybe yeah. I'd rather see the Bucks win because they have that guy. Giannis, Giannis. yeah yeah and he's supposed to be really great oh he's great so it's, and he's it's, young so get him a championship and see it's literally see where, let him be the villain next year it's a very good story either way because you get Giannis two MVPs and now he would have a ring versus yeah. Chris Paul who's been in the league for 16 years is a hall of famer already he's going to be a hall of famer and this is his first final so it's like either way you you know, it'll be a good. Story. Oh, I didn't know that. I want yeah. sons to win then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll Chris be Paul. Fun. Chris Paul rules. He's a yeah. kind of an asshole, but he rules. Um, well, that's so always yeah. a better story. Like the old wiry vet. Yeah. And knocking that thing out that like he's he he went to that team and he's the one that led them there. But they also yeah. got Devin Booker. They got these other stars and stuff. 
Um, Speaking of knocking out those uh, Canadians. Oh yeah, buddy. They are not. Is there, I think they're down three. Oh, and the final game is tomorrow. It could be the first sweep since like the nineties. Yeah. Since the Canadians sweeped a team and then I was kind of hoping they'd win. Yeah. Cause it, that might have been the last time Canada yeah, it won was, the yeah. cup. Cause... Yeah, there's been uh, the um, Calgary Flames went like in the midnight or in the late 90s, and Vancouver, I think, went in the early 2000s. But uh, yeah, nobody's won since the Canadians won in the early 90s, late, yeah, like 90. It's got to really chap their hide, especially considering like all these Canadian stadiums are probably like sold out, yeah. you know, huge fan bases. Everybody fucking loves them. And then they watch teams like Tampa Bay in yeah. a half-empty stadium. LA Fucking... Kings get two. You know? Yeah. Uh, what I've, I think I've told this in the story about how one time I was in Vancouver a couple of years ago and I had to piss really bad. And it was a Sunday. And the only place open to piss was the Canucks Stadium. And so I go into the gift shop and I'm like, hey, can I go to the bathroom? And they're like, yeah, sure. But their bathroom, they like open a gate. And then I'm just in the stadium. And so it's just like, you know, like go to a Mets game or whatever. It's like, yeah. I'm walking around and then I go to like the big bathrooms that are usually full of like 30 people. There's like 15 urinals and I piss in there. And it was so funny because, and if the Canucks had made the playoffs that year, there's no way I would have been able to do that. So if the Canucks would have been good that year, I would have pissed my pants on the street, <laughs> which is fun. You know, you can never chalk stuff up to bad play like that. Yeah. Um, okay, NBA, NHL. Uh, we'll talk about the shows. Loki, man. What do you think of that one? It was fucking season finale high stakes. Yeah. Did you now hold on? Did you see the end credit scene? Yes. Okay, I did not see that scene until way later. Yeah, I, I'm never sure with Loki yeah. about these damn end credit scenes. Yeah. You know, they take their time a little bit too much. Yeah. And sometimes, like, your app will even, like, pull you out. Yeah. That's what, so I didn't know that until I heard about it later on Twitter. They're like, go watch the end credit scene if you have it. Um, which when I didn't see that, I was like, oh boy, they're all dead, you know? Um, but, uh, and also, have you heard this thing about WandaVision? How they changed the ending? Uh-uh. So. You know, I wonder why. <laughs> you know, the very end of WandaVision, how she's like in that cabin and she's like actually off in the room doing all this. Oh thing. yeah. There's the, the, the establishing shot of that cabin They've changed it, not a lot, but enough where like there's more trees and there's less water. There's what the water looks like. It's basically they CGI'd in more trees, but they've all there's also like a graphic of it's like sounds like been, a Nexus event. It's like it's been covered up, but you basically can see somebody flying in and landing in front of there, but it's been covered up. But, but if you like look really close, you can see where they've done the like whatever the Photoshop to get the wow you had a lot of time on your hand i didn't figure this out the internet told me about it uh it's not like i was re-watching the the end credits for wandavision uh but apparently i think it's because uh they're going to use that scene in um dr strange and i bet that's dr strange flying in to see her and so because remember remember when when the trailer for um uh ragnarok came out oh yeah and you saw thor with both eyes uh-huh. And then you realize he doesn't have both eyes. And so later when you see it in the movie, he do- he has a fake eye. And so it's like, oh, it's like that. They're just changing it now so that it makes sense later. Well, I mean, it is crazy because like to a degree, everything's meticulously planned out in the MCU. 
also they're flying by the seat of their pants too totally totally it's weird is that a joke about like flight uh-uh i didn't i couldn't tell if you were doing a bit wouldn't it be uh, cool to have like a butt propeller and you'd really fly by the seat of your pants <laughs> how high are you man uh <laughs> a decent amount i also uh did a lot of housework but today <laughs> well i put together like something gizmo duck would make on i moved the couch i put together a grill <laughs> yeah and i installed a couple lights that so grill that, you built that's at least five pbrs that grill you built made me think of uh when homer simpson's like done why yeah. doesn't it look like the picture i i don't know how you can build a grill and not think that you know how many yeah. times i said to myself what the hell is lay grill <laughs> yeah 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 um god that's fun well yes you're busy i haven't done shit yeah. man i gotta do i and plus you gotta have a beer while you do that stuff of course i've been drinking i didn't mention this top of the show we were so busy on santa talk i've been drinking i started drinking soda again no way. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it's delicious. Dude, they have 17,000 different Mountain Dews here. Yeah, man. If you're listeners, if you're only in New York, you have to understand that every soda has like a thousand versions in the Midwest. And if you're only in the Midwest, you have to know that in New York, there's only like three of each. It's like diet, yeah, yeah. regular, and every once in a while, you'll find like a, a root beer or a cherry. Yeah. Just, uh, I went to one of the giant high V's just mm -hmm. to like stroll. And uh, giant high V is a giant, giant grocery store. Yeah. Where there's and, a helpful smile in every aisle. Uh, yeah. And a cheese shop and a wall burgers mm -hmm. and a bakery. If you remember on the show, Hannah Ty had talked about it because her father uh, was like a chef at one. Yeah. yeah. So we went and got all the little pantry type stuff all the stuff you cook food with yeah that isn't the meal that isn't food yeah 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 and it was like yeah. a good 200 bucks worth you're of putting like uh you're putting like garlic salt on tortillas and you're like i don't know it's almost food <laughs> yeah so loki yeah loki brother it was fun uh i really love the conversations in the show like yeah mm -hmm. that, that's like the best part in every episode has basically been a one-on-one -on -one conversation and like there's like heavy themes in every episode too. Yeah. Well, and, the creator uh, is a is a Rick and Morty writer, yeah. and uh, and he's can, got a lot on his plate that I'm pretty stoked for. You can tell that he's like that. All of these things, there's a lot of thought put in them. Just yeah. like how with Wandavision, you could tell there was a lot of thought about like the eras of television and like the way they were going to do it. That felt all really cool. This you can tell there's a lot into like the sciency shit of it all that I really like. Yeah, it's. Um, I think this one is definitely the best marriage of everything I liked about the other two yeah, MCU totally. series. Yeah, totally. Um, gives me a lot of hype for like the next ones, like the Hulk, uh, She Hulk, she -Hulk, and, Hulk like and, and yeah. Moon Knight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, uh, uh, what else was there? There was. Did you see Black Widow yet? No, it's not, it doesn't come out till the ninth. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it was already. Out. I mean, okay, Fast yeah. and the Furious Nine came out. I'll be yes. going to Black Widow. Yeah. It'll be my return to the theater. I um, watched The Tomorrow War on oh, Amazon. Yeah. Uh, yeah, love the premise. Really good. Um, and I'm also like on the fence about Chris Pratt because he's like a weird uh, super Christian dude who is part of a church that donates a lot of money for like anti-gay rights and stuff. But pretty good movie. Also, Sam Richardson from Detroiters and I Think You Should Leave. He's in it. And uh, Mitch from The Birthday Boys, a.k.a. Uh, the, uh, uh, the Doughboys. He's in it too. 
and, and Mary Lynn Rice Cobb. And J.K. Simmons. And J.K. Simmons. Fucking Omega Man. And Brittany J- or uh, uh, Becky Jelpin. Is that her name? From uh, uh, The Glow? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good cast. It's a good, And it's a really... And I've been watching a lot of yes. like... All hell Bezos. I've been watching tons of like... um, What do you call it? Like, you know, sci-fi. Like uh, Blade Runner. And I watched Soldier the other night and all these things. And oh yeah, okay. Hangs. This hangs with like all those, you know. I've heard. I've seen a lot of people that like it, or or at least uh, like it passingly. Yeah, I don't know if it's great, but it's re- it was really fun, and I liked. There was a lot of times where I was like, "Oh, I bet this is what they're gonna do," and then they don't do that, and they do something that, like, if I had ten guesses, yeah. I wouldn't have expected it. I like. I like to hear that. We're gonna watch it tonight. Yeah, you'll love on it on a couch. We're stoked for that. Um, what about stole a couch from my parents' basement? Nice. Trending topics. Uh, what about the bad batch? What'd you see? Do you see that yet? Uh, no, but, uh, I did see that, uh, they had an Omega Funko pop at target. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, you went to target and looked at some toys. That was fun. Yeah. 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 Did you end up picking up anything? No. I mean, we're just spending so much money on other stuff. I don't even have a shelf yet. You know, I get one. I have a guy in North Carolina. I'll get around to it. (laughs) That's my 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 action figure shelf. I got a, I bought it on Etsy from a dude in North Carolina who like built it himself and sent like a really nice note with it. That's like, nice. hey, I hope this works for your specs. Thank you so much for buying this. <laughs> it was great. Uh, yeah, Bad Batch was really good. Um, I really love how they're connecting everything with like between yeah. like bridging the gap between the prequels and the 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 original trilogy. Um, and, I think and they're really getting funny. sequel stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah. The sequel stuff is coming. I mean, here, not but... not entirely, no, 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 but, no. Uh, but like the, the it seems like Snoke there's a lot of Snoky yeah between both this and uh, Mandalorian. This episode, I actually, I, I mean, not to be like a snark attack or anything, but I don't think this episode was as good as some of the others. I think the I think I felt very weird. Every character was like being their character to the nth degree, but I think it all really worked, and I really liked the overarching story. It was like a rescue mission and. I like yeah. how Omega was used. Omega was using it. If I don't want to spoil it for you, but anyways, listeners, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's a good episode. Um, very good. And I, I want to say, uh, the people that when in a few years that the bad batch is going to get like a lot of mm-hmm. people that like it retroactively because oh, yeah. they'll be able to go into it blind and then binge just it all. And then just binge it. Yeah. There's a, uh, uh, Thing and uh, speaking of Star Wars, now I talked about this on the oh, show yeah. before. New Rising Storm, uh, Old Republic or oh. High Republic book is out, so it's basically like the second main novel. Oh, cool! Of, of it, and I still I haven't got gotten Audible, but ha- uh, haven't gone through it yet. But I like Great a reviews. lot of what I like. The first book, I've listened to like the first four chapters, and I like it a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even if you're just listening to the story points, mm-hmm. but from some nerds on YouTube, yeah, to just uh, know what I, happens, I think, yeah, it's it's pretty fun stuff. Well, I talked about it a long time ago, and I know at the top of the show we were talking a lot. Was about... it here or in a galaxy far, far away? <laughs> it was uh, both. I know we talked a lot about Genesis at the top of the show, and I know it's like an uncouth to talk about Genesis and the police at the same time. But speaking of the 1980s animated series droids is now finally on the disney plus app under yeah, the you love vintage. you fucking love it it is i'm not fucking around i think my favorite star wars thing other than the movies and maybe rebels mm-hmm. like 
I think it's it's not better than the Clone Wars. It's a very different thing. But for me, it scratches my itch so much. It literally feels like a cross between TMNT and, but not TMNT, but like that kind of a show, that yeah. tone, but with Star Wars and it feels real. And it feels, I know it's not canon, but it feels like it fucking could be. And it's so good. And Stuart Copeland from The Police what? does that cool. amazing theme song. I just want to say so good. The, uh, one of my favorite things about Star Wars is it's a, in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, and it's from a long time ago, you know, mm-hmm. which means like these are all myths. They're based on myths. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, it's not meant for a hard canon. These are like yeah. legends. Well, that's man. the thing that that's, that's why a, they're called legends. That's man. the thing that one time something was mentioned in a Rebels episode, and a lot of people online were like, oh, that means that thing is canon from the, the original, you know, the extended universe. And and I think the way that Filoni said it is like, maybe or maybe that's just an old legend story that he's heard, you know, like yeah. what we're talking about, like with Robin Hood or whatever, you know, it's like. Yeah. And, and so with that, I do like that theory. I do like that that reading of it all. And this show, it's just R2-D2 and C-3PO and like three other dudes, three kids, three like humanoids, not kids. They're like, you know, mm. in their 20s having adventures and it's so fucking good. The bad guys are called Froms and they're really good. And they go to different planets. Bo- Boba's in an episode. It's really, it's really good. So if you haven't seen that, go to Star Wars on Disney Plus. Star Wars has like a tab that's called like Vintage. Check it out. Um, I wonder when they're inevitably going to put the Christmas special on there. Well, in the Vintage section, they have the 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 Boba Fett animated cartoon yeah, from the Christmas I know. specials in there. But I don't know. I don't know if they'll ever fully grasp it because it's real bad. <laughs> yeah, like the they, acting they is have bad. Ewok adventures on there, though. It's, yeah, it's still definitely interesting. I've watched it a bunch of times. They'll put um, it out like some Christmas just to like drive up subscriptions. Yeah. Um, and then the last thing I guess we could talk about for um, what do you call it? Uh, trending topics uh, that Rick and Morty, the second Rick and Morty episode came out with uh, all the decoys. Yeah, I thought it was really fun. Um but a YouTuber I like called Captain Midnight uh, posted a video saying it was the worst episode of Rick and Morty. And I was like, what? And a lot of the comments on there were like, what? Are you crazy, man? Yeah. Um, but it was really good. I liked well, the... the nothing, it was, you need negativity to get yeah. clicks and interactions. So here's a few things I want to point out, though, with Rick and Morty specifically. So on our show, over the last few months, the shit I had been talking about, I talked a lot about um, uh, My Dinner with Andre, that movie. The first episode of this season was like My Dinner with Andre. That was what it was yeah. referenced as. And then another thing that happens a lot in this episode is, well, first off, there's also a Footloose reference in the first episode of this season. Yeah, very Footloose. Yeah. And second, in the most recent episode, there's one of the, one of the, the whatever they called them, the multiplicants or whatever. They're in, they're in Italy. And they go, Chow Bella. Chow Bella is the name of the coffee shop by our apartment that we go to all the time. So oh, immediately nice. I'm like, we are surrounded by this series. <laughs> so uh, I really loved it. I thought it was a really fun one. It's 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 fun to watch that show week to week. Yeah, I've fallen asleep to that episode uh, like the last three nights. Yeah. But um, great top of it. I just got to finish the fucker. Yeah. I just it's keep great. watching it in the bedroom. And it's also uh, it's also one of those like Rick and Morty is a show where like there's not payoff, really. Like when it's all done, it's not like, oh, good. I saw how they got out of that one. It's just like, all right, well, they ended it. And so it's like 
kind of hard to get really into them, you know, unless you're watching yeah. a full season. Um, so I totally get that as opposed to like a, a perfect series like Star Wars uh, droids, <laughs> uh, every episode beginning, middle and end, you know, yeah. I uh, am just stoked yeah. for next week's trending topics because I get to talk about how much popcorn I ate at the, the movie theaters going to see at a Blanc. fucking MCU movie going to see Black uh, Widow. Yeah, I'm just a little bit excited. Today's episode is brought to you by the new novel, The Oxford Chronicles, by Colin Fowler. Now, who is Colin Fowler? Let me tell you, he's an NFer. Uh, he's an author. Uh, he's an enough author. And this book is great. He sent us a copy. I loved it. I thought it was really fun. Uh, it reminded me, uh, I think if you're a fan of maybe Dangerous Lives of Alter Boys or of Oh, the Glory of It All by Sean Wheelsley, I think you'll really get into this book. I think if you like our podcast, you'll like this book. It's very it has that like '80s lived-in nostalgia feel, um, and it's the the Oxford Chronicles is the story of uh, four boys in the mid 1980s who try to escape boredom in their small New England town of Oxford, Connecticut. Uh, they're outcasts in the private Catholic high school. Uh, they're left to find their own way to amuse themselves. Uh, it was a time when there was no such things as smartphones or internet, of course. Uh, so leaving the house meant absolute freedom, and your parents just had to trust that you weren't doing anything too stupid. Now, I think we can all identify with that. That's pretty much what most of our podcast is, just talking about the shit that we did uh, in that in that time period, the late 80s, early 90s. Um, it's a story about what the smart kids were doing while everyone else was ignoring them. Now, again, that's uh, the, the synopsis. It's a lot more than that. It's very good. It's a quick read. It's not, I mean, it's, it's, it was one of those things where like, I, you know, I'm going to be honest. You send me a book. I'm going to read it because it's fucking cool. You sent me a book. I loved it. Uh, I'm sending it now this week. I'm putting it in a, in a fucking FedEx box to ship to Reem so that he can read it as well because I wanted to make sure that he saw, he, he got into it. To get your copy of the Oxford Chronicles, uh, go to OxfordChronicles.com. That's O-X-F-O-R-D-C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E-S.com. Uh, and you can order them right there, or I assume you could also get it at Amazon or anywhere you find fine books. This book's great, uh, and it, let me, I'll be honest, if it sucked, we probably wouldn't have been talking about it. So please uh, check out Colin's book, uh, and now uh, back to the show. All right, man, we're doing it. Here we go. Talking about The Last Starfighter. Now, I love this movie. Yeah. I think it's great. I think it holds up. It's fun. Mm -hmm. um, I had fun rewatching it. It's and you. Great film. Yeah. Fantastic. Some would say that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd say it. Yeah. Would you say it? It's uh, fun. What do you rank this movie? We're saying uh, out of out of five stars. What are you giving it? Uh, five five having, being best, one being worst. Having never seen it growing up, uh, I'll give it a I'll give it a healthy three. A three? You never saw it growing up? Never. Uh uh. What? No. When did you find out about it? Uh, like when I was. A Teenager, a tween, yeah. a tween angel, yeah, and uh, tween angel, tween angel. Will you be mine? Will you be mine? Hey, down, God hey, damn, that's can you a good do one. me a favor? Yeah, I gotta do uh, whatever you need, man. If in the future, uh, one of your kids sets fire to the uh, uh, rug, yeah, take it easy on them, sure. By the way, can I can you do me a favor? Uh -huh. Uh, if in the future, one of your kids looks exactly fucking like me. <laughs> Do something. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, because this is a movie, I think it's fun that you didn't yeah, exactly. know about it. Because I knew about this movie when I was a kid. We watched it a lot. We had it on tape. VHS. Oh, you had it on tape? I, oh, yeah. I know uh, from my research on this episode that uh, a lot of people yeah. grew up with it from uh, heavy 
repeated like viewings on HBO. Oh, we well we had it on tape. We had taped it off of probably HBO or something. Like it was we didn't those, have the box right. cover. And oh everything. yeah, 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 yeah. It was one of those classic movies that like a lot of people just pick up segments of it mm-hmm. as a kid. Like and you uh, never watch it all the way through. This is a movie that I put in the same uh, like uh, realm of uh, Enemy Mine. You ever seen an Enemy Mine? Yeah, with, with the exact same looking. Exactly, he looks creature. just like Grig. Yeah, um, I put it with M- Enemy Mine. This and then Tron, but I never liked Tron. Yeah, I never was like, let's watch Tron. Well, Tron is an interesting uh, relation. Fucking flip me off, you piece of shit. I wasn't. Oh, you kind of were. No, well, I I'm trying to like uh, ma- help make my point by using like hand gestures yeah. and stuff. It's uh, nonverbal communication, which. Might seem weird on a podcast, you know, but it, I was using it towards you. you yeah. Know, to, but anyways, Tron, Tron. Uh, was the first movie to ever use computer uh, generated graphics. In mm-hmm. it. And then uh, The Last Starfighter is the uh, first movie to use extensive computer yeah. graphics, which I guess uh, the team that did the graphics for this, they were also involved in uh, Star Wars Return of the Jedi, but... Mm. Uh, they did a X-wing sample for uh, that's available. You can see it online, but they did like an X-wing. Oh, cool! Uh, video of what you can do with their uh, graphics with CG as opposed to like practical effects. So it's yeah. like X-wings doing all these cool little formations. And they made it for George Lucas and to he, just be like, "This is what we got." And he was like, "Ah, oh, that's cool. I'll call you in eighteen years." <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, let me read the Wikipedia real quick, and then we'll okay. get into it. Okay. Get to it. Uh, the Last Starfighter is a 1984 American space opera film directed by Nick Castle. Space opera. Oh yeah. They're throwing that around a little. Oh, sorry, I can't talk. Yeah, I'd really like it. You shut it up. I'm sorry. Uh, the film tells the story of Alex Rogan. Uh, you know him from the Alex Rogan Experience, that podcast. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Powerful Alex Rogan. Powerful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder. He's played by Lance Guest. Uh, an average teenage uh, recruited by an average teenager recruited by an alien defense force to fight an interstellar war. It also features Robert Preston, Dan O'Hurley, Ka- Catherine Mary Stewart, Norman Snow, and K. E. Cooter. Mm-hmm. K. E. Cooter, which Alex Preston you might uh, remember as the Music Man. Yes, for sure. Which and is uh, really cool because his character is very much like Space Grifter. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And this was also... Not his, to be confused with Space Griff. He was in Victor... Was the yeah. other guy. <laughs> Grig. He was in... Um, oh, yeah. Uh, he was in um, uh, Victor and Victoria. He was. He's like one of those people that if you Google image him, when mm-hmm. you see him when he's young, you yeah. hey, oh, fuck, he was in everything. Yeah. He's in all those movies that were just like in the background when, when you were alive. a kid. Yeah. This was his last film. He passed yeah. away a couple years later from cancer. Um, going out with a bang. Um, well, it was more of a blaster. It's like a taser pshoom, thing. It, it wasn't pshoom. really going bang. It was going. Pshoom. Yeah, and he and so uh, and with that Hulahan guy, uh, you Hulahan. What what's the name of the other guy? Which one? I don't know. Grig? No, no. Oh, oh, you're talking about Dan O'Hurley? Yeah, yeah. He's he's Grig, and uh, he's actually the old man from RoboCop. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's the old man. A lot of stuff. He's dead too. Yeah. Uh, he was on Twin Peaks, the original Twin Peaks and stuff. Um. But, uh, Twin Peaks, that was the uh, 91 World Series, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike Trout. Uh, that was in 91. He wasn't even alive, No, was I know, he? but I it was, know. you know, he's he's also a peak he's of the Twins. He's a twin. fishy character. Uh, oh, shit. I'll oh, write that down. Uh, the, um, it's like shooting trouts in a pucket. Kirby? Uh, yeah, that was uh, just dumb. That Kirby joke sucked. Is that a joke, too? What do you think came first? The va- do you think the vacuum... Had any inspiration on the character? The video game or the baseball player? The character, the video game. 
No, the, but do you think the video game had any aspect, any influence on the human being? No. Was Kirby, was that his first name? Kirby Puckett? Yeah. Was his real name Kirby or was that a nickname? That was his real name, I think. Was he a big fat pink guy? <laughs> no. He oh, was, okay. No. He got hit in the face with a baseball and I ah, retired. Crumb. Harry Crumb. That was a John Candy movie. Ah. Who is he? John Candy. John Candy. Right. Uh, but this movie, though, some interesting things right off the bat with the movie. First off, uh, the director, Nick Castle, mm-hmm. uh, he was the guy that plays Mike Myers in the original Halloween movie, in the suit, right. in the mask, and he's going to be in the new one that they just released the trailer for. He's playing it again. He's wow. playing Mike Myers in it. Wow. So that's crazy. Also, as a director... He directed other classic movies from the 90s that we oh, like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wayne's World 1. No, he didn't. Wayne's World 2. Why did he do that? So I Married an Axe Murderer. Who did that? Mike Austin Myers? Powers. No, that's, you're wrong. You're way off. <laughs> no, Nick Castle did uh, The Boy Who Could Fly, which was 80s still. Remember? Dude, with now, uh, Fred Savage? Is a guy from uh, The Boy Who Could Fly the Lan- same the guy that played... Uh, uh, a lead in this? I don't think so, but they do look very similar. They it's do, because I not. was thinking that when we were watching some stuff to get ready here. Yeah. I was like, is that the boy the star of who this, could fly? The, the star of this is Lance Guest, who's great. Yeah, he's a great guest star. It blows yeah, it blows my mind that he's not in more stuff. He was in the Jaws the Revenge, which is really good. Oof. Or it's no, not it's really not. good, but it's, it's he's good in it. It's good, dumb. Yeah. Come on, it's a fish getting revenge on but somebody. But he really, I mean, a but family. Since this Half movie, a world away, and Michael Caine, who only did the movie so he could pay for Michael Caine or his cocaine. For this movie, he's only done eleven films mm. since nineteen eighty four. So in my lifespan, he's done eleven films. Um, he does, his he's lifespan done, too. He's done a lot of television. He's been on a lot of random stuff, but he's not the guy from The Kid Who Could Fly. The boy. Uh, the boy who could fly. But then what other movies Nick Castle directed was uh, Dennis the Menace, the live action one with Walter Matthau. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One of, uh, uh, that, I don't know, one of the best instances of somebody cutting an apple mm. with a blade yeah. and then eating the apple off of the blade. That's just one of my favorite ways to establish a character. Yeah. Like a bad guy or like a, a bad dude. Mm-hmm. Christopher Lloyd. He's a bad yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then another movie that this fucker directed. Major Pain. You ever he, seen Major Pain? He, 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 he. That movie is so fucking good. If he's in there, he ain't happy. If he's in there, uh, chug. Wait, what's it? Chugga. That might Chugga. be the, uh, well, uh, I do like a couple of Marlon Wayne or, uh. That's Damon. Yep. Senior. Mm-hmm. I like him. You know, he was on that TV show. He's on the TV Damon? show Lethal Weapon right now. And oh, they yeah. fired the other guy because the other guy's a piece of shit. Is he worse than the last guy that played Riggs? Well, that's the thing. This guy just seems like a maniac. The other one was a, a racist and a, an anti-Semite. So it's kind of like Riggs is just a bad character. Do you know who's playing Riggs in the, now? <laughs> it's going to be fucking Stifler. Oh, really? Sean William Scott. He's, now he, I can get he's not. That. He might not be playing Riggs, but he's you know recast. What the problem is they didn't give him the right hair, and there's not enough... Sa- I've never watched the show, but I'm yeah. assuming there's not enough saxophone. Probably not enough saxophone. Also, I haven't seen Rene Russo's ass yet in the TV show. Don't you see her ass in Lethal Weapon 2? I know you see Mel's ass. It would have had to have been three, because three? she's not in one or two. Really? I thought she was in two. Mm, mm, she's Ru- introduced in the third. Rene Russo. I was introduced to it, her. It's you got to ramp up. You go to Joe Pesci, and then you can- Okay, okay, okay. Remember that? That's yeah. Joe Pesci in Lethal Weapon 2. Okay, okay, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, But the thing, okay, so... uh. Speaking of ladies that I loved when I was a boy, uh, Renee Russo, uh, Catherine Mary Stewart in this movie is- Of Weekend and Bernie's oh my fame. God. Yeah, exactly. She played Gwen in Weekend and Bernie's. Um, she was my biggest crush as a childhood. The biggest. It's like a t- her, the Jamie Lunar from Just the Ten of Us, Gadget, 
from uh, Rescue, Rangers. Rescue Rangers. Those are like my like my Gidget. biggest Gidget from Gidget, yes. <laughs> uh, uh, Fidget, which was the name of a newt I had. The uh, flying nun. The fly. I love oddly the flying enough, nun. Didn't like Sally Field, yeah. but love the flying nun. Love the flying. Oh boy, who do you think anybody talks about the flying nun on podcasts anymore? They should. Yeah. Bring it back. Uh-huh. When I, my uncle- they make, make a habit out of it, people. <laughs> my uncle, years ago, this was 15. That's pretty good. 15, ha- yeah, I got it. I got it. 15 years ago, my uncle was in the hospital dying, and he's great, but uh, his funny bit was every time the nun would come in, he'd go, or every time the nurses would come in, he's like, hey, you guys see the flying nun around here? You ever seen her? Has she ever come here? And they're like, oh, no. And they're like, oh, no, his brain's rotten because he's dying. And he's like, ah, I make him think I see nuns flying around. That was pretty good. Uh, okay. Uh, what, okay. What's the fuck this movie about? This movie, it's about a boy. It's mm-hmm. really good. It's a really great story. Uh, Alex? Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, it was great when Star Wars did it. This has nothing to do with Star Wars. Oh, come on. Ever. Oh, I forgot that Star Wars is uh, Luke is out there playing his video game and then... Uh, who comes and gets started? No, Luke doesn't. He has the old sage guy show up. Yeah, but he doesn't. Okay. In this, old sage guy chases him. First off, Luke does something that earns him doing this. So Alex, does is, Alex. Alex doesn't. Ha- yeah, but no, Luke doesn't do nothing. Luke is just lineage. Luke is just family. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex. But Luke both- is accidental. Alex earned it. Alex the, earned it. All right. The train. The, Centauri uh, comes and finds Alex. The trailer Nobody's park coming to is find basically Luke. basically like Tantooine. Nobody's coming to find Luke. If you want to say that maybe R2-D2 is Alex, I'm just saying. then maybe we could make a comparison, but Luke is not Alex. I'm not the first person that, or, or the last person. To that be wrong about this? The last Starfighter, a uh, Star Wars clone. There are definitely the some, there are definitely some. Of it. Some, some comparisons, there but the storyline is different. No, it is not. Lu- Luke was just a guy living on a planet yeah. who had nothing Alex except for some family. Alex a- was just a guy living on a planet who was very good at a game. <laughs> yes, they both wanted to get out. That's yep. it. And then Centauri, Obi-Wan didn't go get Luke and be like, Luke, you're so great. You got to come save everything. That's not what happened. He basically the, did. The, the, the droids got lost, and then he, Luke goes looking for them, and then he's like, oh, what's happening? And and uh, Alex, right away, he, he's like fucking 40 minutes into this, 25 minutes into this movie, he's up in space. He's trying to save the world. You know? No, he's not. He's leaving. All right. But he's seeing it all. Mm-hmm. So Alex Alex is really good at this video game called The Last Starfighter. And in the video game, he sets the high score in his trailer park, his little yeah. trailer park town. And uh, uh, where is this, actually? Nevada? California? Starlight, Starbright Trailer Court. They mentioned Silver well, Lake, but it's not like L.A. Silver Lake. Uh, I like how it's uh, kind of like a uh, E.T. ripoff, too, at the beginning. Jesus. <laughs> You're married to the word ripoff today. You get five bucks every time you say it, dude. The band is the band aid industry no, paying. You? I'm just saying this movie is like the best version of them being like, all right, we're gonna do this. This it's pretty much just saying, uh, Spielberg, uh, fucking Lucas. We're gonna do you, but we're gonna do. It you the think best this is a rip off of Lucas, the Corey Haim football picture? <laughs> Boy, you don't know nothing. Uh, but anyway, so uh, Alex, uh, he beats, he sets, he he wants which to get out of a the, small town, which is one of the weirdest but coolest scenes in the movie. What is when he's setting the high, yeah, high score, and everybody gathers around, like the entire uh, trailer park, trailer park shows up, and yeah. it's like sixty year old bubbles people, is there, Ricky, yeah, <laughs> Mister, like there's an old lady that was just complaining, yeah. like a scene earlier because her air conditioner is busted. No, no, or, she wants her uh, TV antenna. Oh yeah, fixed, her TV because she so can't she watch, has her to watch her soaps, and now she's like. Uh, she's into watching soaps and the kid playing the video game down the street at uh, 
What's the cool black dude's name? Oh, fuck. I can't think of his name. But he's Otis. Great. Otis, yeah, yeah. Otis. That's a classic cool old black dude name, That is too. a good name. Yeah. Otis? Uh, but he, yeah, so he's, but Otis he, is kind of like the guy. He wants to get out mm-hmm. and he wants to go to college, but the, uh, his the friends, bank doesn't give his loan. Yeah. And his friends, his friends like are all just losers. crumb bums, but his yeah. girlfriend's great. Yeah. Who well, we she love. wants to stick around the trailer park too. She does, but she, everybody likes believes this trailer park. She believes in him though. Uh, Maggie, Maggie. Yeah. Ooh, what a hot name. Even as a kid, I had a crush on the name Maggie. Really? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. They, that name kind of sucks. I was trying to oh, do, Maggie I was trying Simpson. to do Maggie's okay. pacifier. Oh, gross, Patrick. Why are you talking about jerking off right now? Oh, shit. I think edit. I, I think I got some on edit the mi- I think I got some on the uh, microphone. We gotta edit around that. Uh, but yeah, so then he's, so he, he Sets wants to go to college. Score. Hold on. He wants to go to college. Yeah. The bank doesn't approve the loan. His mom's, mm-hmm. he's got his ring raised by a single mom. He's bummed. His friends all go like out. Mom, his girlfriend stay, goes out. So his he's mom gonna, opens his mail. Like, he's gonna, chill yeah, fuck that's, out, a, mom. that's against the law. Yeah. That's a federal offense. She should be in prison. She should. Lock her up. Lock her up. Oh, is that what they're talking about when they say that? Yeah, yeah. I hear people they're talking chanted. about Alex Rogan's mom yeah, from yeah. The Last Starfighter for opening his mail. Yeah. Uh, but so then, and then he's got to stay. So he's afraid also that kind he's, of a Harry Potter ripoff. Uh, he's afraid that he's never going to get, you wait, this thing that came out 25 years before <laughs> Harry Potter is a Harry Potter ripoff. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, he's uh, kind of a... Uh, He's just depressed because he, he's afraid he's never going to get out of this town. Yeah. His friends don't want to get out of this town. His, his girlfriend's not even sure of it. Just go to the lake and drink all the time. Yeah, and now he needs to go. By the way, his friends also very attractive. Every one of them. The boys, the girls, oh, yeah. they're all gorgeous. The hot blonde. Well, oh. it's the standard 80s hot blonde fucking yeah. uh, bad, not not bad boy, yeah. but like dick. They're, and they're all hanging out in a truck. It's a type of, it's a definitely a type of time. Yeah. Uh, do you know like the, his best friends are the bad guys from the Karate Kid. Yeah, he do just you, doesn't know what they do on the weekend. Do you know the comedian? Uh, she's in L.A. now, but she's a stand-up. Uh, Amber Nelson, great mm-hmm. actress, comedian. Yeah, yeah. She has a funny joke, which I, whenever she tells I'd this joke, so. it reminds me of this thing where she's like, uh, she's like, I grew up, you know, in that kind of redneck areas. She's like, I honestly don't know how I didn't die as I yeah. in high school, hanging out in the back of a pickup truck wearing a bikini, going, "We're all gonna live forever, y'all," and that's exactly <laughs> what that. <laughs> Is that's what that scene is? Hundred um, percent. But he can't go out. Everybody r- rode around the back of pickup trucks. Oh, on I love the 80s. it. I love you it. Just, you stand up. Yeah. You stand up and you surf that fucker. Fuck yeah. Uh, I always had I always had a jackass type sketch that I wanted to shoot where uh, you would get you'd basically like uh, tie tie up somebody and have them lay in the back of a truck and then like go down downtown Omaha in the middle of traffic and then just have that person just pop up. And then be all, and then just like jump out of the side of the truck and just run off, so that everybody else at the stoplight's like, "What the fuck? We just saw this guy run away." You mm-hmm. know? Um, I, don't I know. remember logging plenty of hours in the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. Me too. Up. Yeah, Ford, Red Ford, you Old Ford. That, you don't see that no more. I probably do, but just not in New York City as much. <laughs> not running around Brooklyn as much. Sometimes but... you get dogs in the back of a truck. Oh yeah, That's woof, exciting. woof woof woof. That's yeah, the sound wolf woofs. Uh, every once in a while, a cat's back there. Meow meow meow. Uh, a duck. So, quack quack. <clears throat> So he's bummed out, right? Uh, so he's bummed. So he he stays home. He's got to work in the trailer park to help his mom. And then he, because his mom's like the super of the trailer park, so yeah. he's kind of like has to be the handyman. But he's playing. But he's the real super. He's playing this game, super and he's hero. good at it. And all of a sudden, he gets on a good run, and he's going to break the record, like high score yeah. of last Starfighter. And then everybody in the trailer park gathers around. Otis is there, you know, and the yeah. old lady, and they're all excited for him. And his stuff. little brother. His little brother his is little a brother. real shit brick. <laughs> he's his little brother is one of the funniest characters. What's his brother's name? God damn uh, it. Lucas. Luke? Nah, it can't be Lucas. Jack? Is it Jack? It's Spielberg. But uh, anyways, his little brother is like that 
uh, short-lived 80s uh, archetype yeah. of like... Shit-brick little brother. Yeah, he's kind of like the brother from 16 Candles or something like that. Uh, he has uh, large collections of pornos. He says he says the only cuss word in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He drops yeah, yeah. a shit line. Shit! Yeah, he's got Playboys. Oh, yeah. And he realizes that Miss June's missing or something mm-hmm. like that. It's a... Uh, it's funny, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, but so he's got this little brother. They're all excited. Uh, and he, he breaks the record. He breaks the record. Later on, uh, his girlfriend comes home, Maggie, and he's just like, uh, "I beat the record." And she's excited. Uh, and then all of a sudden, everything shifts when a car pulls up with this. What kind of car? Uh, what is it? Uh, it's like a DeLorean. Is it a DeLorean? Yeah, it looks like a DeLorean. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's a bit of a rip off. Uh, a rip off of uh, what? It came out before Back I was, to the I was Future. Just about to say that. Jesus. So they're not. They're they're getting ripped off too. You know, it's You're a sponsored. lot of give and take. Are you sponsored by those Adidas pants with the snaps down the side? Because you got rip off on the brain. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so that- you can rip any pants off if you're fucking Hulk. Yeah, you can. Uh, well, the Hulk always rips his shirt off, you know? He, uh, Hulk, sir. If you smell what the rock's cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 so then, okay, the car pulls up, and it's Centuri, who's like this like uh, griftery guy. He's One of the like best characters salesman, in the movie. And it's, he's looking for... Uh, it's a music man. Yeah, it's a music man. He's yeah. looking for who set the record. And Alex is like, it's me. And then he gets in the car. He's like, well, you got to come with me. He makes him go with him. And then that car turns into a fucking spaceship. And it goes like 300 miles per hour. Ooh. And the cops are like, what the fuck? Yeah, the cops don't do shit. You know, <laughs> well, what are you going to do yeah. when a fucking spaceship drives by going 350 oh. miles per hour? You're just going to be like. That's my favorite. Uh, who is it? Is that a Hulk Hogan quote? What you're going to do, brother, when a spaceship comes flying by your house? Uh, yeah. But uh, so then they. So then basically, I don't want to go through the whole thing plot by plot. I hate that. Yeah. Uh, so they go to space. He's like, and he finds out that uh, the 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 game was actually like a training device to find yeah. out who's good because there's this massive space war. Well, Centauri, happening. he and, he built the arcade. Yeah, they Centauri's didn't, in charge of going yeah. to different planets. They didn't and finding use these the people. arcade in yeah. other uh, planets. Planets, yeah. And the arcade was supposed to go to Vegas, yeah. to Las Vegas, but it got fucked up and got dropped there in this trailer park. Which I think it's cool that they called it the Excalibur test everywhere yeah. else because it's like Sword in the Stone. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of what this is based off of. Yes, based off of Don't you mean well, rip-off? Yeah, it's a rip-off of Sword in the Stone. Yeah. And a lot of Greek mythology, too. A lot yeah. of ripping off of that. Well, Centauri, that's a Greek word. Is it? I think so. I think Centaur is. Whoa. Centauri. Uh, yeah. It's like is, Centaur plus Atari. I think that's more derivative of uh, Alpha Centauri. Yeah, for Which sure. is our closest uh, galactic neighbor. Yeah. I mean, I tip my hand yeah, to him But that's every really morning. cool. That's kind of like the uh, him... Alex going into space, and, yeah, uh, to the battle base mm-hmm. is pretty much their Moss Eisley ripoff of the. Uh... <laughs> Who is paying you? Is this the people behind that TV show? Huh. Uh, the only payment, the Future I'm, Man or whatever, are they pay- paying you to the make? The only payment I'm getting is how hard your eyes roll. Jesus, the back of your this head is a ripoff. Every time I, see I'm going to remember this when we do a Predator episode. Oh well, that's just a ripoff of this episode of. I'm just saying something, it. Something. I'm just saying it to help give context to our listeners. <laughs> so, anyways, can you believe they the let? Moss can you believe they let cons text? They shouldn't have phones. Those fuckers been murdering people. If we didn't let cons text, how would we ever get them back on the podcast? Oh, like Nasser? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I like Did you know X-Con mm-hmm. is related to PandaCon? Oh, 
my brain explodes. Uh, okay, so um, he goes there to space. He Alex finds out with a bunch of other new recruits who yeah. are also aliens from that, different. That was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, like once they get there and you're starting to learn this entire other universe and the bad guys, like the the bad guys. Except for the, the good s- guys, all look like dorks. If I was a kid, I'd have been like, I don't care about these big foreheaded. Dork, dork is in the eye of the beholder. Um, I think they look cool. I have darkness. They, uh, but then the fact that the, they don't the, look cool. They're bald, the, man. The, giant. The bad guys. Oh, there's nothing makes... wrong with being bald. The bad guys are. Uh, the bad uh, guys are dork too. The bad guys are being lo- are being led by oh, the yeah. son of the leader of the good guys. Yeah. So he's kind. Of, that, now that's kind of like a but Star whole, Wars yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. That was more Star Trekky. How's that Star Trekky? Oh, I don't know. When does that happen in Star Trek? When does in Star Trek does the son of a leader go and lead the bad guys? Okay, you're fine. Hmm? Never mind. What's I'll that? Get, I'll get back to why it's a Star Trek ripoff later. There, there is a lot of it, between the costumes and the 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 worlds. Yeah, the sci-fi the element classic, is very Star Trek, Star uh, Wars, classic Star Trek. Uh, hey, everybody, just grabs on, grab onto a counter. Yeah, and and shake and shake. Yeah, because we're getting hit by photons. Yeah, yeah. Fire right down. Uh, yeah, but so he gets there and they, he finds out that he's got a lead and he's just like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And it kind of makes you think that like, so Centauri, his role is to go recruit. Yep. And there's a bunch of people whose goals are to go re- 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 recruit a bunch of these yeah, aliens. Yeah, starfighters are yeah. like the, ge- the biggest like celebrity. Yeah, in yeah, the, yeah. In the and galaxy. people love them because they're so good. Yeah, and, and Earth doesn't know because we're not a part of yeah, the- Yeah, it's uh, very like, um, it's very similar to like how in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, how the yeah. Earth is just like, oh, well, they're just a bunch of children. They have no idea what's happening in the the real world, you know? And Alex the real universe. Alex doesn't want to be a starfighter. He doesn't. He has no interest And in everybody's it. like, what? You don't yeah. want to be a rock star? They're like, you that's all want... you, that's all everybody wants to be. Yeah. Um, and so then he, he, he re- leaves. He rejects it after they've been attacked and a bunch of their fucking people are dead. No, no, he, uh, that's after. That's after? He oh, goes I thought back that home right. and he then goes everybody home. dies. Oh, that's right. And then, but th- when he goes home, since the universe knows that there's a starfighter out there because he's the still last, labeled one, the last starfighter, because all the other ones have been blowed up. And that's the name of the fucking movie. Oh, whoa. That, then they send Hitman to Earth. They send a Hitman to Earth who comes and he's kind of like, uh, He's a very like he reminds me of who's that dog face guy from uh, Mos Eisley, Doctor whatever you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yep. He's similar to that, totally. and and he um but he gets his arm good masks. He gets his arm uh, chopped like off too, other, which yeah, is very which is Star a total Wars Star Wars yeah. rip off. But oh I don't my think God. that's a rip off. I think that's a that's a getting your a arm send-up. cut off is an absolute. <laughs> that's like a send up. Yeah, you know, uh, well you are the fugitive. It's a rip off of Star Wars because <laughs> a guy only has one arm, I guess. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh. But so then he's he reluctantly goes, and then him and Griggs are like a team, and Griggs is great. Grig, you know what I'm talking about? The guy yeah. with the enemy mind face? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're a great he's team. He's funny. He's he great. gets a lot funnier, too, after everybody dies. Yeah, and he's like a family guy, too. He's got like a family <laughs> and everything. He's got 6,000 kids to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, he's the iguana looking enemy mine guy. Wasn't that what I, real wasn't en- that what I yeah. told you when I met you? I said, lose this iguana looking enemy mine motherfucker rocking. It, it was a real enemy mine ripoff. It, it, it wasn't a, <laughs> you're the dumbest person I've ever done a podcast with. And I've done a podcast with a lot of people. Uh-huh. Uh, okay. But, uh, yeah, he's back on earth. He's got hitmen after him. Well, what they do is when he goes to earth though, is they send a clone of him. Not a clone, a beta. A beta, which is like a clone of yeah, him. It's also to take over his role on Earth. I'm fucking 35. First time I watched this, and they showed the beta, mm-hmm. the uh, the robot that's gonna be his replacement. Yeah, 
while he's off fighting the Earth. Yeah, so the people on Earth like are like, melted, where'd Alex go? It's like a melted fucking monster-looking yeah, thing first, that's in his bed. At first, it's like a thing that's got to like come to. It's got to like grow into the right scene. Yeah. Um, And he's in his bed, and he's all like white and uh, making noises and stuff. And his little brother's like, what the fuck's happening over here? Yeah, exactly. He and probably just brother, thought he was whacking off. The, the little brother poked his head up, and he was like, whoa, what are you doing? And the beta was like, hey. Go back to bed, or I'm going to tell mom about all your playboys. Yeah, and the yeah, kid's yeah. just like, you can't lose uh, my jerk off, Mags. But so then there's all this side story about that, about how um, uh, uh, Alex is, uh, the beta is on Earth, and the beta yeah. likes the girl, and then he kind of is like, well, I like this. I don't want to not be a beta no more. Um, yeah. And so when the hitman comes, like they're like, oh, meanwhile, okay. his brother's a beta. He's a master beta. Yeah, yeah. He's all the fucking playboys. shacking his rod off. Come on, Patrick. I've gotten emails from people. They don't like when you do Nobody's that. Nobody's ever sent you an email yes. about my cum sounds. At G. <laughs> Produce one email about my cum sounds. I'll send my own fucking email. I'll delete it. <laughs> Not after you read it. Will that go to my, uh, what folder do you think that'll go to? Uh, inbox. Mm. This is fun. What about this? Like, what about like, uh, if you imagine you're at like a scene of a crime, right? You're like a comp mm-hmm. and you find a, like a, you know, like a heating vent or a duct and it's just full of jizz. You gotta yell out of your yell out to your commanding officer, and you go, "Sir, it's a cum vent, circumvent," which is a word. Mm-hmm. Or you could be like, uh, you know, your commanding officer is uh, like mad and he needs to get something off his chest, and you could just be like, Alfred E. Newman. You could just be like, "Hey, sir, cum vent." You know? <gasps> Damn it, that's a cleaner way to say that yeah, story. I know. Well, yeah, it doesn't right. always have to fucking have jizz in it. Uh, that is not. Nobody's proven that. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah. so then he ends up going to space. Yeah, saving the day. Saving the day. Comes back to Earth in a suicide mission. Yeah, basically. Which uh, there's a really good line I can't think of where Griff, right? Griff is it, is it use the force? No, no. <laughs> He's just talking about how fun it is to, uh, you know. Oh, he goes, God, I love being a turtle. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's the line? I don't Turtles? know. So, it, some of the best stuff is when the two of them are yeah, all yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It reminds me very much, and I guess you could call this a ripoff, but their relationship reminds me of the relationship between- Han um, and Jewie. No, 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 not, not at all, actually. <laughs> the, the relationship of, um, is it Dax and- uh, Shepard. Um, and Luke uh, no, in I, Empire? Is it Dax? Yeah. Yeah, that's, they're in the little speed, the snow mm-hmm. speeder, um, which is what I would have- I like that stuff a lot. Like, I fucking love this movie. I love the universe it created. I love the world it's in there. I love um, how uh, cheesy it is. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, it's, like, so sincere and just, mm-hmm. like, happy. And it's played very real. Yeah. The only reason it seems- It's, like, pre ninety cynicism, too. So yeah. So it's just, like, like I, I'd, I, I suggest it. I'd yeah. suggest it. Oh, yeah. I recommend this movie to everybody. So, yeah. The thing I liked about it, too, is it- How much it was like Star Wars. No, shut your face. <laughs> uh, it sounds, um, it seems kind of like corny because you're like, mm, what's all this stuff? But imagine if we had 10 of these movies or if we had like a, C- a TV series of these movies and we knew more about these other races and the history of them all and stuff, we'd yeah. be like, well, this is just uh, as good as Star Trek or Star Wars, you know? Apparently. As a jump off point, this is as good as the first- couple episodes of Star Trek and as good as A New Hope as oh, a yeah. jump off point to a universe we just never got the rest of the universe yeah yeah the uh, guy that uh, wrote it yeah yeah uh, what's his name John Batool yeah yeah he like has kept it on lockdown mm-hmm. he's had opportunities to uh, remake and could have made money a lot I know and... uh, Spielberg came yeah. came a knocking Lawrence Spielberg or yeah, Steven yeah. <laughs> uh, Spielbergo yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 
He came around trying to get a sequel slash reboot thing going. Uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen wanted to do it. Which is kind of interesting Fucked because... Because then he just did that TV show, The Future Man, which yeah. is basically the same story. Yeah, yeah. And on top of that... And in that show, they make a joke where he explains what's happening and somebody's like, this kid in The Future Man, a person makes a... The, the kid makes a joke. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was playing this video game and now I have to go fight in the Space Wars. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's The Last Starfighter. Yeah. They make a joke in Future Man and- about The Last Starfighter. Alex Rogan. Alex Rogan. Seth Rogan. Seth Rogan. Makes you wonder if, like, just him as a little kid, he almost loved the movie because it was Rogan. Also, you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Alex Rogan, Alex Jones, Joe Rogan, Jones Rogan. There's three of them. I thought we could have another three one. Three of them. The third The eye. father, the son, the oh Holy Ghost. <laughs> what are we doing? We got to the... We were really into the bottom. It's too here. bad they didn't recruit Alex Rogan. Instead of Alex Rogan. He's got a great head of hair, though. To go into uh, space to give all those bald aliens some fucking yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah. don't look like such dorks. Uh, God damn. Uh, but yeah, so that's basically it. I highly recommend it. A lot. Uh, it's definitely a uh, classic, and it's so of its time. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, especially, you know. And according all- to, I'll say this, uh, I'll read this real quick. According to uh, wikipedia.org, uh, on April 4th, 2018, so this year, uh, the Witta, who I don't know who that is, if that's a creator or writer or something, Witta, mm-hmm. uh, posted concept art for the last Starfighter sequel on their Twitter account. In the same tweet, they also indicated that the writer, Batool, will be collaborating with him on the project. Uh, and in an interview with Gizmodo, they said it's going to be a combination of a reboot and sequel uh, that's going to honor the legacy of this and hopefully try to start a new generation. Because yeah. that's the thing. If Okay, so like, um, remember Battlestar Galactica was in the 80s, in the 70s and 80s? It was just mm-hmm. like a show that was on TV. Yeah. And it was like good. People liked it. My dad loved it when he was a kid and stuff. But then when they made the new one, it was like, oh, fuck, they used this this thing and made it so interesting. And the new series was so good. And they, yeah. and like, this could definitely do this. Oh, yeah, totally. Like, and it's so no, set like up a, for it. But like I was just saying for... Uh... Uh, you had that little synopsis, mm-hmm. but uh, it's so of the 80s and that whole like uh, adventure, uh, you know, just everything that the movies were back yeah. then, you know, with the Spielberg, Lucasy like feel. Yeah, definitely. It's like it's a very like on it. And that's also very in right now. Yeah. Like uh, uh, Stranger Than Fiction or no, mm-hmm. what's it called? Not Stranger, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, like a bunch of those things. Ready Player One. It, Ready Player One. Exactly. It feels like it's. It's perfect for something like that. And plus, um, it's cool when it came out because, it, you know, the height of Atari, yeah. height of Star Wars, and it's getting, it's getting all that action What do you, going. let's play a game. What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes is, unless you know? Uh, Give it a guess. I haven't looked I'm yet. I'm going to go with uh, 66. 66. Fresh. Yep. yep. All right. Yeah. I'll say. Especially of its time. Yeah. Like, uh, in, during it, I can see people, I mean, it was a hit yeah. when it came out, you know. Made more money than Muppets Take Manhattan. More did it come out than, at the same time as those? Yeah. Ooh. Like it, it, it did. It did all right. Um, I'm gonna say I'll say seventy. Uh-huh. I'll say in the same range. Seventy. Yeah. I, I. I mean, obviously, I'd give I know it higher. Ebert said it was a. Ebert one of, called he it, liked a, it. Yeah, he called it a guilty pleasure. pleasure. Yeah, which I don't believe in guilty pleasures, but also I like the idea that he said that. Okay, so here what I if, say. Uh, what what about, do you say? Sixty-eight. What about, uh, I say seventy. Wouldn't you say that uh, murdering people was a guilty pleasure for Jeffrey Dahmer? I mean, I, w- I don't want to have to speak. I don't want to speak for Jeff. Is it, I think <laughs> that's that's what guilty pleasure should be. Uh, smoking weed is one of my favorite guilty pleasures. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Like, uh, smoking weed to me is a no contest uh, pleasure, depending think, on what state uh, you're in. I think speeding yeah. is a guilty pleasure. 
Okay. Just, uh, this joke, I don't take it to an open no, mic. You know man. What I'm Work it about. out somewhere else. No, it's not a. God, fuck you. All right. <laughs> okay. Now I'm right, going to reveal. Start what did you say? Sixty-eight. Sixty-six. Sixty-six. I'll say seventy-one percent. Okay. Here we go, and the winner is. Oh, both of us are wrong. Seventy-six percent. Nice. So yeah, yeah, that's good. It's sixteen. Oh wow, seventy-six percent is the Rotten Tomatoes. What's the audience? Sixty-nine. Yeah, brother, we did it. Uh, that's crazy though. I really thought the audience score would be like 80, 85. Yeah. Um. Uh, Probably yeah. too many dumb millennials watching it. Yeah, fuck them. They're we like, are millennials, you look idiot. Look at those special effects. I'm an exennial, dude. What does that mean? It's like I'm right in between. There's like a three year gap sure. between. Uh, you made a really funny joke about millennials not too long ago about how why we should forgive them. But what was it? Do you remember? I don't know. That's fine. We dead air. We don't need it. Uh, the show it's great. This is some things I wanted to hit towards the end just before while we wrap up. Uh, the score which you love, which I'm going to play yeah, a snippet yeah, of yeah. real quick. Well, it was a high score, and that's how he got <laughs> Centuri to come visit him. If you write he... everything you've written, every song you've ever written is a high score, right? Hey. Um, here's a little bit of the score. It's a great John Williams ripoff. <laughs> it was created by the guy that did the theme song to Cheers. Ooh. Isn't that weird? Uh-huh. Uh, also, it was created by the guy. He, he did a lot of like the Freddy Sometimes movies. Sometimes you want to go where everybody's, everybody's trying to kill you in space. So that's the last Starfighter theme. Um, very good. Also, I wanted to say, if you haven't, um, it, it was an interesting thing. You know, and I, you know I like the musical stuff. I think you uh, hipped me to it. But there's a they did a musical of this, the Last Starfighter, the musical. Yeah, because I tried to find it on Spotify, and apparently mm-hmm. the uh, album, yeah. like the album score, you can't find. Yeah, but you anywhere. can listen to the soundtrack. But they have the, they have the uh, original uh, off Broadway soundtrack. Uh, and what's funny about this? Way is off Broadway. The, no, it was this debuted in the yeah, same like 110th Street. This debuted in this debuted in the same uh, festival as our friend Pat and Kevin's musical. Uh, the their Lewis and Clark musical that we've talked about mm-hmm. on the show before. Uh, they, it's the one New of my York, favorite versions of Superman. The New York Theater Festival. It's the same. The New York um, Musical Theater Festival. Uh, and here I'm gonna play a song from that because this, I mean, it's this movie. If anything's ripe for a musical, it's this. Alex, Elvira's electric is out again. Oh, mom, that'll take all day. I'm, <laughs> I'm supposed to go to the lake with Maggie and the guys. Alex, would you fix my commode or it's gonna explode? I'm sorry, honey, but I'm working a double shift at the cafe, and I won't be home until late. Alex, you gotta fix the lights at ten o'clock. It's just perfect. It's like it sounds like a musical. What I'm curious, though, if they're gonna, uh, if you do like a spiritual uh, sequel, sequel, what we forgot to mention at the end of the movie is he shows up, mm, yeah. with Greg, yeah, and the whole trailer park's just like okay with him sure. showing up with an alien and everything, but uh, him and Maggie, yeah, fly off together, yeah. So here's- he's like, I gotta go back for Maggie. So here's my sequel pitch, okay? Mm-hmm. It's now 2018. Maggie and him have been floating around space for the past 30-odd years, 33 years. Uh, and then they, and then something is happening, and they're like, fuck, we need somebody else. So they come back to Earth for whatever reason. They have to hide out. They have to come back to Earth. And then when they come back to Earth, they find some kid who's great at another video game. And they're like, oh, shit, let's get this guy up in space, see what, what he can do. What I'm curious about is whatever happened to all the time dilation of him flying to another galaxy. Yeah. You think he should have came back and Maggie's just some 60-year-old lady. And he's or... like, ooh. Uh, and he's like, I still love you? Never mind. Um, she's still at the trailer park? It's like a weird... Because... Uh, 
It's like a weird uh, Captain America thing where he just starts banging her daughter or whatever it is. Or I'm his, just saying, if he flies that far across the universe, mm-hmm. that he's going to age differently than people back on Earth. Well, that's the thing, too, is if they flew... Well, I guess it wouldn't work because the actors are older now. But if they flew across the universe, too, they would be the same age. They could be the same age when they come back to Earth. Across also, time travel happens. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and but, also, across the universe, uh, good song. Good song. Great movie. Yeah. I watched that movie. That movie's PG or something, PG-13, but it has uh, breasts in yeah, it. Yeah, if you have artistic breasts, mm-hmm. you can get away with being PG-13. Hey, I think all of us have artistic breasts. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's great. And then I wanted to, uh, there's just, I think we're we're getting towards time. It looks like we've really done this movie to death. Oh, the video game. Um, The video game. They made a video, there was a rumor that Atari made a video game. Because in the credits, it says you can get yeah. the, the last Starfighter game but on But it was going to cost like $10,000, so yeah. like arcade, everybody were like, and plus it was right after the crash. Yeah, right after the video the game crash, crash and the And so like, it never, it got made, but it never got made. There was mm-hmm. a lot of like, uh, debate. Yeah. On uh, the internet, like uh, it's right there, along with like some of the big stuff. We talked Did about we land on the moon, and was there a uh, how nine eleven happened? Yep. Uh, and now uh, we, you know, some we talked about a little bit earlier in the episode about how the star Lance Guest, who played uh, um, Alex, how he hasn't done a, a lot of films since. Well, then, he's you been know? a guest star. On he's been a lot on of TV, TV and shows. stuff. He's been doing stuff. But you remember when we did? Um, we did that episode all about uh, uh, what was the film? Star Wars. No, this this the the spaceship and they picks the kid up. Flight of the Navigator. Flight of the Navigator. Definitely and then, a lot of the same feels. Do you remember that we re researched and found out that that actor was like arrested and everything and has had like a real bad second <laughs> half of his life? Well, yeah. what was really exciting about this is when I looked up Lance Guest to see what he's been up to. It most recently, even his modern photo right yeah. there, it just looks like he's lived a good, chill life. Yeah. You know? He's just got a it nice smirk and is like, I'm not a dick. Also, it literally says chill, chiller right there underneath the photo. Oh, yeah. Um, but what's really cool about this is I love when somebody has like a really inter- an interesting second act of their career or something. Um, in, I think it was like 2010 or 20, well, let me see, does it pull up? 2010, 2013. Uh, he was on Broadway in Million Dollar Quartet which is this musical all about um, Carl Perkins, Jerry Lee Lewis, Johnny Cash, Elvis Presley. It was all about them coming together uh, in the in the 50s or whatever, working on music together. And so he was in this musical, and this musical was nominated for all Tonys. I think he got nominated for Tonys. He played Johnny Cash in it. So then he's on all, he's been on, he was on Letterman. They were doing songs on Letterman. He was on all this stuff. So he got to do all that stuff as a grown, as like an adult, as like a man, you know, in his 50s. And I just think that's so fucking rad that, like, later on he yeah. got this whole other thing, you know? <laughs> Especially oh. since all those other people in the movie are dead. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck you been up to, uh... Otis. Robert Preston. Ah, uh, nothing? Six inches? Six feet below? Ooh, you bury somebody six inches. That's hey, not gonna thank, help nobody. Thanks for inspiring one of the best Simpsons episodes ever. Yeah, which one's that? Monorail. Monorail. Yeah, yeah, it's totally based on the music band. Oh, for sure. Okay, I thought you meant Last Starfighter. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I, uh, that uh, influenced a pretty good South Park episode, though. Yeah. And when, also that show Future Man on Hulu. Kenny gets the highest score on his PSP, and then he has to go uh, to heaven and fight the legions of hell. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say? I think I hit all my beats on this one. Did you have any other Fantastic. Stuff? Fantastic. Yeah. I think you should. <clears throat> What the fuck was we can, that? We can edit that out. Man, we are leaving it. No, man. Uh, I love, uh, uh, lung biscuit. But uh, uh, I highly suggest it. Yeah, yeah, it's Hell, so good. I'd even suggest it sober. You say three stars. You want to raise that now that we've been uh, discussing it for the last time? No, because it's not good, but it's fun. Three, oh, it is so good. Three stars is 
Also, I'll tell you this here right at the end. Mm-hmm. It looks great. We the computer graphics are interesting. And it's definitely of a time. They, they it can doesn't really look great. take you out of the movie at times. But the the cinematography in like all the Earth scenes and all the space shuttle mm-hmm. scenes look fucking great. And the, I love the opening long shot that feels like a musical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it does music. feel very much like a musical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or it's just establishing the entire uh, community. Mm-hmm. It that feels is, very uh, like um, Starlight, Starbright trailer park. You feel like if you just got on that highway and drove like an hour, you'd run into Tremors. You'd run into that town. Yeah. You know, that's that's what I always thought when I was a kid. Um, but goddamn, it's re- I think it's I think it's really great. I'm gonna I'll give it four stars. Uh, we should figure out some sort of a rating system to re- rate these old movies and shit like that. You know, like something that we okay. can. I'm not even saying something fun. I don't know, like. Four Kazis or something like that, you know? I uh, give it four star fighters. Oh! I give it four star foxes. That doesn't work. Shut your fucking trap. Okay. Edit that out. All right. It's <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Jeez. Just dust. Just dust, you know, that time of year. Uh, anyway, buddy, uh, where can the listeners find you? <laughs> you can find me at Reamcore. R-E-A-M. Hey, O-R-E. There it is. I had a double check. I got a double chin. <laughs> Man, what a great time we just had. Yeah. I love that. I love when we have one that we can really sink our teeth into. Ah. Uh, ah. Ah. Um, uh, Core, uh, you got upcoming shows. When you said you were getting booked again. Do you have dates for those? Uh, uh, not yet. Stay tuned. I'll have dates. Look at that. Look yeah. At that. That's nice. Uh, you can find me at Patrick Hasty. It's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-I-E, PatrickHasty.com. Uh, for videos and stuff I'm updating. Uh, get on the Patreon if you haven't already. Oh, yeah. Give us, a dollar, give us $2. You probably haven't. You probably you probably already well, are. Actually, uh, if you listen, you probably do. We if you listen yeah. this far, you probably do. <laughs> yeah. uh, tell your friends, uh, be cool. Never die. And then, oh, by the way, on stage last night, uh, I ended the show. No, I ended the show oh. with, all right, everybody, uh, that's the end. Uh, be cool, live forever, never die. And everybody just kind of looked at me and I was like, that's a thing I used to say before the pandemic. It's a weird thing to say after the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, be cool, live forever, never die. And as always, remember if you're not an NFR, you're an MFR. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of here. here. <laughs>